You're listening to episode 234 of the Fits Pro podcast, and this is the last episode of 2023. So it is very fitting that we are going to do a reflection of 2023, which was a rough year for business. Let's just be honest. I have published two podcasts this year, one covering the fact that I, with intention, made less revenue. I let go of quite a few high-end offers because they were high-touch offers. They required a lot of me. We will go through all of that. And becoming a mom in my life, it just didn't align anymore. And so I made calculated decisions that led to less revenue, which we've talked about again in other episodes. So go listen to those. With that, we are going to also talk about my goals for 2024, what's changing, what's being added, what are the focuses. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a fitspo. Now, full transparency, I am recording this before the, I'm batching this before the relaunch of the market. So I sent a private podcast out to my mailing list about the failure to launch for the market, for the new platform, and all of the details are involved in that. If you are not on my mailing list, well, you missed out because it's a private one and it's never going public. (laughs) It was 45 minutes long taking them fully behind the scenes. I hope you enjoyed it if you are on my mailing list. I have not relaunched, so I don't know at the time of this recording if it was successful or not. Maybe you know. Maybe you've heard. I wish I knew. I hope it's successful. Um, But that is part of moving forward in 2024 will be the new platform, so I'm sure we'll talk about it. Um, 2023 was not my norm. So there was no revenue goal in 2023, But I had a baseline that I was, a buffer, I'll say. I had a buffer that I was wanting to maintain or at least hit, a a minimum. And we still did that. It was really a year of observation for me of like, what is it like to have a business and a baby? Am I going to want a nanny? Am I going to want to spend time with my baby? These are very real questions. Like some moms want to go back to work immediately, put their baby in full daycare at four months and no shame. It is so important to know yourself as a mom and as an entrepreneur, both. And for me, I found I want to spend time with my baby. So that means I'm going to work when I'm working, ideally when he's sleeping and I'm going to spend time with him and want to be with him for the most part when he's awake. That was an observation that I made in 2023. I also was unexpectedly growing another baby. So in 2023, we were navigating being a mom for the first time and having a business, which again, didn't make any big business goals because I was just saying, what the heck is this going to be like? What is life like? What is business like? How are they going to affect one another this year? Then got pregnant in April or well, got pregnant in March and was growing another human. So that came into the 
2024 quickly came into the conversation because it was like, oh, wow. Okay. We're going to have two kids at the end of this year. What does 2024 look like? So a lot of the decisions that were made in 2023 were based around what's going to happen in 2024. 2023 was a year of essentialism and gaining clarity of business and life now. There was a lot of tension and fog in the beginning um, into gaining said clarity. Lots of 12-minute back-and-forth voice memos with colleagues and team members. Lots of introspection and honestly, a lot of decision-making that needed to make that needed to take place for the future, which led to number one, coming up with a two to five year goal of hitting seven figures without ads. Many people probably, and I don't know, maybe this is me like tooting my own horn or thinking that I'm more special than I am. I think many people think that my business probably generates seven figures. It doesn't. I just keep my profits really high. Um, it generates well over half of that. Um, but I would like to hit seven figures without paid ads. And I want it to be also under the contingency that that is with a very, 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 very small team, uh, with Maddie as my right hand woman and, you know, people like Paige doing YouTube for me, doing photos for me, doing content for me, uh, maybe a web team or a web designer, very contracted specific tasks to specific people for specific roles within my business, but very small. I don't want to hire coaches. I don't want to hire mini-me's, nothing like that. Now, the focus is number two, which is to be the one-stop shop for health and fitness professionals. Be the most helpful brand in my industry. Everything is filtered through these lenses. Number one, seven figures. So no profit left on the table. And mind you, seven figures through passive income. Everyone I know in my industries, business or fitness, who has hit seven figures has used paid advertising, has hired coach other coaches, and or does one-on-one. It requires specific time from them. It requires those high ticket offers from them. I want to hit my goal, but contingent on passive income, not hiring coaches, not having ads. That's the specificity of the goal. So everything, all the decisions that I make are being filtered through these lenses for 2024, 2025, 2026. That's why I say it's a two to five year goal. I could push seven figures a lot quicker by having one-on-one or hiring other coaches. I don't want to do that. And I tend to not do things that I don't want to (laughs) do. That's why I have my business. Um, So 2023 choices were aligned with future goals and wins. We filed for trademark for Built by Annie. We also filed for the trademark of Fitzpro. Not Fitzpro Foundations, just the word Fitzpro. There is not competition for either of them. I knock on wood, hope that both of those go very well. That to me was in alignment with a seven-figure business. I own Built by Annie, right? I own Fitzpro. I am the OG Fitzpro, and I don't only say that, but I literally have the trademark for it. We launched YouTube in 2023. 
2,000 subscribers by the end of the year was the goal. I have no doubt that we will hit that or come very close. We're at like 1,900 something and it's we're in November still. The web platform creation. Obviously, like I said, I'm recording this in the middle of our migration and pulling back from the launch. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, but regardless, like regardless of how the launch, the relaunch goes on December 4th, which obviously you're listening to this on December 26th or later, the web platform creation again is in alignment. I want to own it all. I want to have an completely internalized platform where when you come to AnnieMiller.co, it's where you shop, it's where you learn, it's where you log in to access your downloads, your courses, your programs. It's where you come to visit your dashboard to see my latest media. It's where you, inside your courses, take your quizzes and submit your programs and all of the things. It's where you receive information from me. That, again, is in alignment for me with a seven-figure business, with being the most helpful brand in health and fitness and business. I want to own that space and that decision to not have to use seven different platforms in order to deliver my courses and have them not delivered in the exact way that I want them to be. This allows me to be particular in having a web platform that is mine, that I own. Again, somebody else might be like, that's not essential. It's something that to me makes sense for the way that I want to scale my business, especially from a passive standpoint. We also secured CEUs for Fitzbro. If you did not know this, we now have CEUs approved for taking Fitzbro Foundations as a business development course for health and fitness professionals. Again, this makes it more accessible for coaches. It's more, it's a higher incentive for coaches to purchase, hopefully, because they can buy the course, but they're spending money on something that gets them CEUs as well. Same reason that was very important for me to get it for peer programming. I just never considered doing that for Fitzbro until we got them all for peer programming. And I was like, man, if somebody, if all of these places offer business development of some kind, Fitzbro could get CEUs. And we did. So you can check out, those are listed on the site. Um, the only one that didn't give them to us, I think, was NSCA because they are more like college strength, tactical training. Uh, they are not as much in the online personal brand space, business development space as some of the other um, more generalized certifications are. So, But they did actually look through the course and tell me how amazing it was and then say that this has nothing to do with the value of the course. The course seems amazing. We just don't offer CEUs for this. Um, they didn't even charge me for looking over the application, which is awesome. Um, so love NASM or love NSCA. That's who I'm certified through. Um, so we secured CEUs for Fitzbro Foundations. Again, these are going over choices we made in 2023 to kind of prep for 2024 and beyond and the goals that we have there. A huge win and something that I talked with a lot of other mom business owners about, mom business owners of established businesses. So with me, like kind of in that seven to 10 year range of building their online fitness business and they've had babies in the last two or three years, I was able to step away from Instagram for two months. And I forget that, you guys. I forget that I took eight weeks off, completely off of being on Instagram. Re-lower revenue, right? Absolutely saw a drop in revenue from doing that. But the freedom, 
the freedom. So although this year I made less revenue, when I looked at all of the numbers, when I laid them out, it made sense. It was like, yeah, I got rid of this that generated $15,000 a year. I got rid of this that generated um, $64,000 a year. I got rid of this that generated, you know, X amount um, per year, $4,500 per year. It makes sense. Um, It's the least I've worked ever in my business. In the amount of money I was still able to generate, the revenue that I was still able to generate is a win. So there's so much context that goes into that. Um, But I had to mention that I walked away from Instagram for two months because I've never done that before. We had very seamless launches. That was a huge win. Seriously, like so low effort and so predictable, so projectable. It almost felt disconnected at times to where I want to revamp some things in 2024 because I do so little for launches now because it's all pre-done or Maddie, you know, schedules the emails and does client onboarding and things like that, that I really am only on the creative side. And if I don't take a lot of time to like revamp the creative side, I think I could do more during launches basically to push them. Um, But I have to do very little And that's a massive win. Again, kind of that like really in 2023, looking at the work to revenue ratio and being amazed by that has been really fun to see. Uh, Love that I have seamless launches. Would like to revamp some things in 2024 and 2025 to maybe bring some more life into those. The next one is basically what I've mentioned. So a really high revenue to work ratio. I terminated all one-on-one offers. If you did not know that, again, go listen to that episode on intentionally making less uh, revenue this year and also kind of the mind fuck that happens with business in that if you aren't constantly growing, you're failing. So that is kind of the theme that we talk about in that episode. If, if that resonates for you, go listen. Um, I terminated all one-on-one offers to make room for working on the business and ways to generate more revenue in years to come, in 2024, in 2025. It's a slow game, but it's one I think worth, it's a calculated choice. It was a calculated choice. Um, The last thing for 2023 is clarity in where efforts and energy should go. That is one of probably honestly one of my favorite things about having a baby in the business sense is like there's no room for extra shit that doesn't actually move the needle. That has been one of my favorite things, one of my favorite ways that being a mom has pushed me as an entrepreneur. I already loved essentialism. Becoming a mom and running a business is like next level essentialism. Like I said, there is no room. You edit things so quickly if they are not moving the needle. So that is 2023. Kind of what was going on behind the scenes, goals, thought processes, things of that sort. Overall, 2024 goals, tasks, focuses. We are done, ladies and gentlemen. We are done sitting around and observing to see how business goes with babies. That life is not for me. That's what I found out in 2023. A business without specific goals, a business without the grind and pushing. (laughs) I don't love it. I did not build my business to just sit back. 
it's not what I enjoy doing. It was fine for a season. It was needed, absolutely, as I literally had no idea what to expect. But we have made some specific as fuck goals for 2024. Make no mistake. I have them listed in priority order. Um, priority being determined, and I encourage you to do this. So list your goals for 2024 and then assign them a priority. Priority can be determined by ease and also time. So launches of certain things, seasons, when it makes sense to work on given projects, etc., and then hold them loosely. So that's my approach for 2024 is hated not having specificity of goals in 2023. I don't think it benefited me. So in 2024, I said, I'm going to make these goals. I'm going to put them on a calendar. I'm going to give myself dates and then I'm going to hold them loosely. It's okay if they have to push and whatnot, but like I need something to look forward to. I need something to keep me on track. Some of the focuses that we have are stable audience growth across Instagram and YouTube. No revenue being left on the table. That is another piece that was brought into the puzzle with seven figures with no ads, no team, and no one-on-one, ideally. I'm open to changing my mind. Being able to have our own platform allows us to create certain bundles and bump offers and offers within our platform. It leaves no revenue on the table. I want everyone who comes to my site to get exactly what they need and nothing less. And so again, that is one of the focuses is no revenue left on the table, always looking at how we can optimize revenue. Number two, or the I guess number three, is again doing that through no more one-on-one. So I still had one-on-ones as far as business goes through August of 2023, which is a lot of the year. So 2024 will really be the first year that I have no one-on-one, no power hours, no business one-on-one clients, no fitness one-on-one clients. It is just working on pushing passive revenue and optimizing revenue in my business. I also didn't create anything new in 2023 on purpose. Um, I had things that I wanted to create, make no mistake, but I did not create those. Um, We brought back the pull-up guide for the relaunch of the platform uh, of the market. But in 2024, we will be adding a funnel to peer programming. It will be in the form of a masterclass. There will be exclusive bonuses for enrolling to peer programming through the masterclass. I do not know when that will be launched, when we will, I mean, I have a tentative date. I'm just not saying it on this podcast. But I'm going to create a funnel of some kind. I am thinking that I'm going to keep peer programming as a live launch. So it's not going to be evergreen, but there's going to be a funnel into it. Right now it's just live launch. It's opened, it's closed, right? There's no funnel that leads into peer programming. So we're going to create a funnel for that. The next thing is for Fitzpro, for my Fitzpros. We are creating Fitzpro 2.0 and this will be a scaling portal. So we have yet to determine the exact best model for this offer, but it is a mid-tier biz offer, essentially. It is for those people who maybe think they need one-on-one or a mastermind, but only because that's all that exists 
for people after they have taken their first business course or hired their first business coach. Now they've filled their one-on-one roster and they're like, what do I do from here? Now I'm working around the clock. I have a full client roster. Is this what I do forever? Right? So that is going to be created in 2024. I'm calling it Fitzpro 2.0 because ideally it is for people who either go through Fitzpro um, and then are ready for that next step, or it's just for Fitzbros, fitness and health professionals um, 2.0 being it's the next level. It's a mid-tier biz offer. So those two things are going to be created in 2024. I have a timeline for those. I'm not uh, revealing that timeline (laughs) on the podcast yet, but know that those are things that they're, they're gaps that I see needed in either my offers or the industry that I know I can fill and that I need to fill and that I have ideas on filling. So that is going to happen. Those are going to also increase revenue and create larger cash injections into the business, leave no revenue on the table. We have some other things that I may do if I have time, if there is time where the value is there, but I could increase the production of something or something along those lines. We'll see. It is not essential. So again, we'll see how things go if I have extra time with with two babies, <laughs> LOL. Then I will do those things. Uh, it is one of the, I, I love that Maddie now, after taking that two month break off Instagram, it is very realistic to be like, oh, could I just take two weeks off Instagram to bust out this thing or to make these upgrades or whatever. Like that is an option now if we time it correctly, which makes things seem a lot more doable, which I love for me. Um, So 2024 is getting those new things implemented and kind of seeing like how the platform goes, making sure we're tracking data from that, making sure everything is optimized on the platform. 2025 will be continuing audience growth and really growing the upper end of our funnel because the offer suite will be up to date and complete. It will be fully established at that point. So 2025 will be a year of optimization and growth. 2024, we have some more implementation to still take place. The last thing I will say in preparation for 2024, because a big, I told you audience growth across Instagram and YouTube are a goal in 2024, but the point of that is lead generation to email marketing. So we're looking at the funnels that exist and we made a few new funnels through the platform launch. Um, One of the things we did was update the three-day mobility and core guide and we'll be offering something through that that is new related to BBA in 2024 for people on the fence. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But that was something else that was updated uh, in 2023 to be implemented in 2024. So kind of reestablishing and refining that built by Annie funnel. We also did not do any sprint sales in 2023 and we are bringing that back in 2024. We have three sprint sales uh, for our one-offs and our bundles planned throughout the year. They are already done and again those are just to take what already exists and optimize revenue. So that is all I have for kind of a 2023 quick reflection, as well as some focuses and goals that we have for 2024, where we're putting our energy, where I'm putting my energy. And I wanted to just 
address both of those because decisions that were made in 2023 were based on what needs to happen again in 2024. So if nothing else, this was just a behind the scenes. You can see my process. You can hear some transparent goals. Hopefully you got something from it. If you are not getting my emails currently, you can go to anniemiller.co backslash news and decide what you want to hear from us. We love email marketing in this neck of the woods. Hopefully it's entertaining for you. Hopefully it's informative for you. Until next time, I'm Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro Podcast. <laughs>